1 to 3 p.m. Lifetime Live with Griselda Dudumashe. Lifetime Live with Griselda Dudumashe. It is seven minutes past one. A very good afternoon to you. And thank you so much for choosing Lifetime Live with me, Chrisalda Dudumashe. It is SFM Radio. You find us uh, between 104 to 107 FM nationwide. And uh, this is... Today is the last Wednesday of the month, so you should look forward to um, the second hour uh, where we're going to have our third eye and uh, Caroline, Lady Caroline, is going to be live with us in studio. Do remember that uh, when you give us a call, it's your name and the question that you would like clarity on as she connects um, spiritually. And that's the third eye coming up in the next hour. Um, But for now, we're looking at uh, um, a a question that I'm sure throughout this weekend, um, it got you curious, wanting to know that are high-profile people not entitled to privacy, um, that which everyone else is entitled to, um, that uh, once you are high-profile, it almost feels like people have a right to just write whatever, to say whatever, um, do we not have a right to privacy once um, you are in the public eye? And that's what we're going to be focusing on. And uh, we'll be joined um, by William Bird, Director of Media Monitoring and Africa and Diversity, and uh, hopefully Gail Smith as well, spokesperson of the South African Human Rights Commission, um, because we're focusing on this issue. Uh, the elections are coming up very soon. I we're going to see more of the slandering, um, the smear campaigns, and uh, do people not have um, the right to privacy once they are in the public spotlight? All right, uh, let's take a break, and uh, we then begin the conversation with a song, I Want to Know, by uh, Brian Calbeso. And that's uh, Brian Calbezzo, I want to know. And uh, what we want to know this afternoon is uh, um, high-profile people, or shall we say celebrities, or people in the public uh, eye, do they not deserve the right to privacy? Um, Is that not a right at all? And uh, to help us just unpack this is William Bird, who is uh, Director of Media and Monitoring Africa. Uh, Good afternoon and welcome, uh, William. Thank you so much for taking our call. Hi, good afternoon, Griselda. Thanks for having me on the program. What an eventful um, past weekend, and we're not even going to dwell much in that. I think it has uh, been dealt with at nausea. But uh, the question we asked this afternoon, uh, do when you are in the public spotlight, do you lose the right to privacy? So the short answer is yes and no, really. You know, it, obviously you don't lose it completely, mm-hmm. but certainly if you are a person who is uh, of public standing, if you're in, especially if you're in public office, your right to privacy and the boundaries therein are allowed to be pushed a lot further. And there's a clear and logical reason for this, and this has been supported in the European Union, the, the European Union uh, Court on uh, Human Rights. Mm-hmm. And it's this, it says, if you're in that position... If you do things uh, in your private capacity, for example, if you are the president and you suddenly start giving out contracts to uh, your your son and your children and your friends and whoever, right? even if you do that in your private capacity, the media and, the, and, and ordinary citizens have every right to know about that, even though that is 
strictly speaking, an invasion of your right to privacy. But yeah. they know they have a right to know about that precisely because it impacts your ability to govern fairly and in a transparent manner. Mm-hmm, when it's, mm-hmm. however, so so those those kinds of of invasions into privacy are are, are seen as relatively legitimate. Where it where it differs, and I think in the general test is, is that if you invade someone's privacy and they're in the public eye, and there's no clear or material public interest for that invasion, that's when it then becomes a lot more problematic. So in this context, and we've seen this on numerous occasions before where politicians are deliberately slandered, where they are caught out saying this politician's having an affair or doing these sorts of things, yeah. then, uh, then clearly that is an invasion of privacy. Because as far as we're concerned, as long as they aren't uh, carrying out these activities during times when they say, oh, actually, I was at a meeting, when in fact they weren't at a meeting, they were, you know, having uh, liaisons with their lover. Otherwise, if they do it outside of office hours, you know, I think that that's none of our, that's none of our business. You know, in the same way as if you decide to have a meeting with your sister or your friends or your family yeah. outside of office hours, that's entirely your business, and that and that's where that kind of right to privacy, the boundaries are, become a lot firmer. So, where it's about private life and where there's no legitimate public interest, then those people, even in the in the public eye, their right to privacy is as strong as as ordinary citizens who aren't in the public eye. Now, with the phenomena of social media, um, does one have any recourse in 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 protection um, from what would be directly uh, involved uh, with the office that one occupies, and what would be private in your private space? So, so this this there is. I mean, this is an emerging crime. I mean, it's been there for quite some time. In in other countries around the world, they've already legislated against this. Uh, some places they call it revenge porn, which isn't really a, an appropriate term. Mm. It should be more appropriately non-consensual, non-consensual sharing of explicit material. In other words, if you or I, uh, we have a relationship and then we uh, take images of each other and then we break up and things end badly and one of us decides to, to share that with an intention to cause the other harm or embarrassment, and that is nowadays in a lot of countries a crime. And in fact, in South Africa, in the late in the current amendment before the National Council of the Provinces of the Foreign Publications Amendment Bill, this exact thing is there as a crime. So it's coming in in South Africa. It's imminent at the moment. Mm. Though uh, the recourse of anyone who has, has this happen to them are the crimes of extortion or fraud, um, and also obviously defamation of uh, of character. But this. Because it's such a, a prominent and evolving thing, and because it's often used to around the explicit nature of these things, there is now uh, a crime against a crime that's being legislated, and it will be a crime in South Africa, uh, you know, potentially before the end of the year. Let, let's hope it happens before electioneering starts, um, because yeah. I have a feeling that uh, more is still to come, and uh, people keep pushing boundaries. I mean, how much is too much? Well, exactly. I mean, I think that the challenge around uh, social media is, is that it's relatively easy when you know the person is doing it. So in other words, if you and I were in a relationship and then if we broke up and it ended badly and I'm suddenly sharing these, these images, uh, then you'd be able to say, excuse me, William Bird is sharing these things and you'd be able to have me arrested by the police, etc., etc. 
where social media makes these things so much harder is, is that very often these people's identities are not clear. They're not in the open. And finding and tracking them is a, is, is a real challenge. And so with elections approaching, one of the, the, the most concerning elements would be people's potential to completely fabricate things so they don't even need images of, uh, of you or me, for example, and they could just take someone's image and they could say, look, here's William Byrd, and this is what he was doing when he said he was at the office or something. Yeah. And then they'd share that, and the next thing, you know, I would have to try and refute it, and that would be incredibly difficult. And as you say, if you're a prominent politician and that kind of thing comes out, it might just disrupt your, your strategy, but there's no doubt that it's there to cause harm. So this is certainly one of the very real... Uh, concerns about uh, social media is that is the uh, potential absence of a, or lack of accountability and trouble of finding those responsible for these things. Now, from from a um, can one ever recover um, from an embarrassment of something that had nothing to do with their office? Oh, I think that you know that that's imminently doable. I think if if people. Um, a lot of that is about the way that people deal with wrong, you know, in the same way as is if anyone errs and you come out quickly and clearly and you and your apology or you minimize the harm in an appropriate manner, you know, people will see that you have a level of integrity. So uh, just last week, for example, Reddy Klaby tweeted something uh, incorrect about uh, Floyd Shivambu. As soon as it was pointed out, she came back, she said, I'm really sorry, she apologized there, she made the apology on a number of, 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 of areas and a number of different instances, mm-hmm. and people could suddenly see, oh, okay, she said this, but she was wrong. She openly admitted it. She apologized, apologized. You know, and the apology was then accepted by Floyd Shivambu. There's a way that even if you err and make an embarrassing mistake, you, you can do so in a way that says, yes, but I'm, you know, I still have a level of integrity because, you know, all of us with the best intention in the world will make will make mistakes. And similarly, in this instance, of course, some of the nature of these things is going to be a bit more embarrassing, you know, especially if it's of a, a sexual or explicit nature. That yeah. It's going to be a lot harder, but there's no doubt. I mean, the thing in this current instance about Mr. Kigaba is, you know, we don't need to worry about him losing his job for over this. He should be losing his job potentially because he's been shown to have lied to one of our courts of law. And that, I think, is a far more serious and egregious offence than, in fact, you know, these sorts of... Uh, Videos. And and in a case of, of Gigaba that you've just mentioned now, uh, for something like that, does he owe us any apology? Well, I think so. You know, I mean, I, I, of course, if you're in public office, even if that is your private life and even if it is something that you have no control over and it was certainly not intended for public consumption, mm. uh, because you're a person of high standing and, you know, and at the time, Minister of finance or even now as home affairs, you do need to, you know, say, look, I'm really sorry about this and, and the way it behaves. So I think that he does owe the general public an apology for that. But as I understand it, he's already offered that apology. Yeah. And again, I don't think that's, that that's, the, that that's the, the crime. He's not the one who's, who's, who's in the wrong here. At least there's no evidence that I've seen that suggests that he's in the wrong. All he did was do something that many consenting adults do. You know? Absolutely, and, in the privacy of their own homes. Uh, exactly. But, 
I, you know, I, I I go back once again to this question and we're inviting you right now to give us a call on 0891-104-207, WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And uh, you can also join us uh, Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live, and uh, uh, SMSs at 40938, charged at 150 per SMS as we take your calls. And uh, the question we ask, do public figures, have a right to privacy and how much uh, is too much and uh, do you believe that uh, social media has just uh, taken that right away call Chris Salda now 0891-104-207 and joining me on the line is uh, Mr. William Bird who is uh, Director of uh, Media Monitoring Africa as we take your messages uh, your comments and uh, I mean (laughs) Yes, one is in a public office and uh, you you deserve, uh, uh, people who follow you um, uh, deserve the, the apology. Uh, but, you know, where, where do we draw the line? With electioneering coming very soon, um, uh, William, uh, are, are people going to be held accountable for even sharing explicit material? Because currently it, it's not legal. So, I mean, we have to hope that that people are going to exercise caution on these things. And what Mm. ordinary individuals need to remember is simply this. Just because it's social media doesn't mean that that the same rules that apply currently don't apply on social media. In other words, if I go and I stand at the SABC and I distribute uh, explicit images of of you, for example, Mm. to people that walk in and out of the building, that would be, you'd have every right to charge me for defamation and extortion. If I said, if you, if you don't give me five million rand, Chris Aldi, I'm going to hand these pictures up. You'd be able to take me, have me arrested on the same basis as if I'm on social media yeah. and I start sharing exactly the same kinds of images. It's just the platform that's changed here. The rules that apply in the real world apply on the same pla- apply on on, on the, in a digital realm as well. And so people need to be very careful about thinking that it's, an, it's a scenario of anything goes. Because we have seen cases in the UK, for example, where uh, a senior politician was linked um, inadvertently to child sex crimes. Mm. And because of that, a whole lot of people said, oh, look at this guy, and they then just retweeted the story. And in fact, what he did was he threatened to sue each and every single one of those people. It was something like 10,000. Sure. And all of them eventually had to settle just by saying, Yes, we admit that this was wrong. We hereby apologize unreservedly. We delete our post, etc., etc., and all of them had to pay a small fine. Now it's just a matter of time before someone decides to do something very similar in South Africa. So people need to be very careful about these things. You know, if you wouldn't, and a general rule, you know, if you don't want to put it on a billboard, or if you wouldn't want to set it at your wedding, yeah. then don't post it. You know, it's that simple. All right, let's go to uh, the lines right now. Oh eight nine one. 104-207, Marule, you're joining us uh, from Bushback Ridge, and Marule says leadership equals less privacy. Good afternoon. Yes, how are you? Uh, good, thank you, sir. Thanks for taking my course. Um, let, let me initially start by saying I just feel what Mr. Gigaba is going through. However, coming to your question, I think it should be a lesson to, to the leaders and also even ourselves as a society to say, there are things that we should not pay on. We, we should not. Uh, they, if we need, they need to enjoy privacy, they must do that thing, things that will not put them 
into this shame that that, that, that is in. Because as a leader, whatever you do, uh, people are looking upon you, and there will be people who want to um, to get the hell out of you by. But Marule, so, is it fair to to hack someone's phone and take what is private and make it private? Yeah, that is where that's where I'm saying it's wrong. It's yeah. wrong. But also as, as men, not not not, not give us a say alone. Mm. Um, as adults, we need to check the things that we can um, play with uh, and the things that we cannot play. Because really, we are not only this technology. It should yeah. be a lesson. We are not only this. Technology. So that means when Every you are in the public eye, you can't spice up your relationship. You say. Yes. Oh, Batum. Uh, imagine that kind of world. <laughs> that's not fair. Galala, yeah. you're joining us from Cape Town. Thank you so much, Marule. Uh, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Kostada. Kostada, privacy comes from the word private, right? How bad? So private must be for me, myself. But yeah. I, I don't want to talk names because I'm not kind of person who talks names. But yeah. I'm just going to generalize because me and you, we also need, we, we have the right to privacy also. Yes. But here's the story now. Here I already share my details or my picture with the phone. It's no longer private because this is internet. I share it with my wife. It's no longer private. Private, my mom used to say, make sure it's only you, God, and Satan. You? Nobody else. Oh, so, so private is just me and me alone. Once private I share it with you my partner. and you alone. But what? The minute, the minute even whoever you trust so much knows it, it but Kalala, what does private. what does privacy in my home mean? In the privacy, huh? what does in the privacy of my home mean then? Yes, because you just call it private by definition. Even go in Google, you see. So once we are two in that matter, it's it no, no longer private. private because yeah. the second one can take it to the third one. The third one can take it to another one. Oh yeah, uh-huh. nah. All so right. All of us we have the right to that, but once we share it even with this cell phone. <laughs> If my, my dear sister is no longer private. But it, is there a line then that us as the public should never cross? No, the point is this. The point is this. As a, as a human, as a human, we need also to think twice of what we're doing. Okay. All yes, right. There, could, there could even be a way to only show that specific place and not his face. <laughs> okay. So we need to think what we're doing. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. She's tragic that you can't even spice up your relationship when you are in a leadership position um, because someone might just hack and, and take what is private and make it not so private anymore. Let's take the news headlines with Utsi Lissaku and uh, come back, take your comments, questions. And uh, uh, we're still with uh, William Bird, who is Director of Media Monitoring Africa. Lifetime Live with Griselda Dudumashe. All right, uh, we're taking your questions, comments, and uh, SMS is at 40938, charged at 150. And uh, we're both on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And uh, welcoming your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614104. One oh seven, uh, William. I, I mean, I hear um, once you are in 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 leadership, uh, there's no privacy. Is that fair, though? 
we seem to have lost Mr. William Bird, um, and uh, as we try and get hold of her, also have uh, a tweet here from Ruping Peping who says, "What a public figure does in private is not public and should be treated like that, private, unless." We say uh, Mr. Gigaba uh, committed a crime in recording himself like that. I think he should be left alone. And, uh, yeah, we continue taking your messages. Hi, Chrisalda. If it was a matter that involves the official of a Department of Home Affairs, uh, the very same Gigaba would be shouting from the roof and uh, demanding suspension of the official. Uh, Just because these ministers can be allowed to lie, they get away with murder. Where is the code of conduct from this lying minister question mark and if this man uh, is this man exemplary uh, to the public please mr president expel this man he's lying and abusing his spokesperson his spokesman to spew lies on us regards joe i'm uh, like okay Wondering, um, Joe, where are the lies? A person posts a video to a spouse, as, as uh, the statement indicated, and apologizes that uh, it reached the sp- public space. It was not meant for public. And um, you talking lies and, um, yeah. All right, uh, let's see if we have uh, Mr. Bird back. Um, William, are you back with us? Yes, I am. Awesome. Now, I, I hear, uh, I mean, most of the messages are saying that uh, once you in a leadership position, there's no privacy at all. Is that fair, though? No, and, and clearly not. You know, I think that, as I said at the beginning of the conversation, there are legitimate intrusions uh, into your right to privacy where others, as ordinary citizens, wouldn't uh, allow, mm. where they are legitimate and where there's a public interest. But in this instance, sharing explicit material simply because the person is a person in the, in the public eye. I can't do, there's no public interest in doing that. If I ever it was a case where they said, look, X, Y, and Z politician has been having an affair with this woman or this man, and, and he or she turns out to be getting big fat um, contracts because of the position that the politician's holding, then yes, then the fact that yeah. they're having an affair or some kind of liaison becomes relevant. But even then, you wouldn't necessarily... Uh, even then, I think you'd really struggle to legitimize sharing um, explicit material again, because you've got to say, well, what is the public interest in in doing that? Our goal here in in holding politicians and and and, and uh, people in the public of, uh, accountable isn't about saying you need to adhere to some kind of moral standard. It's about saying you need to adhere to the oath that you took when you took our office and yeah. to adhere to the laws and principles of our constitution. If you don't adhere to those things, then I'm afraid we've got no time for you. I but guess. Would be, if you think of the case of, of the other politician who, who was caught from assaulting a woman in a club, there it was clearly in his uh, free time, after hours, so ordinarily you'd say, well, you know, we shouldn't be filming uh, this guy just because he's in a club or whatever. Uh, if, for example, he'd been, you know, kissing someone or something. But, but he the broke the he law. was violent. Yeah. A person in a public capacity of that, where we've got such levels of violence against women, is completely unacceptable. And that's where showing that then there's a clear legitimate public interest in doing so, and then you can invade that right to privacy. But in this instance, around explicit material, where mm. there's no public interest, I think that we need to make sure that we respect all people's right to privacy. And then we take Felix in uh, Nelspreet. Good afternoon and welcome. 
Good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, sir. Oh, yes. You know what? I think we must separate issues here. Mm. Everyone has got privacy. We have got, all got privacy. Hello? You can go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought I was caught up. Yeah, mm. See, everyone has got privacy. Everyone, including God himself, he has got privacy. But when you now come out as a public servant, please mm. note that I'm not using the word leader because there's nothing yeah. like that. Everybody is born to lead himself. Uh -huh. So if you now come out to, as a public servant, you have to understand the people you are serving. If they demand of you that this morality is not good for us because you are serving them, you have to respect that. Okay. Yeah, so that is why it is it is not right for somebody to now claim privacy. If you yourself has come out as a public servant, you, have you no cannot privacy. come out again and say, no, 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 you must leave me alone. It's my private thing. Because okay. you have to respect the people you are serving. Got you. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. An unsigned SMS, it is enshrined in our constitution. Every person has a right to her own privacy. And I guess, I mean, the question we were asking is, um, how how much is too much? Um, suppose the privacy, I'm trying to read an SMS and uh, message uh, gone, if we can uh, kindly get to the SMSs, please. Uh, suppose in the privacy of my home, I slay and uh, slay my mother. <laughs> That's murder, right? Uh, meant by killing i guess um so also uh fornication adultery and debauchery and witchcraft says chriselda um how john the baptist died remember how john the baptist died correction how john was beheaded uh and uh, that's from a zane in cape town why do sex video in the first place uh if you have morals and don't want it to go viral but you're sharing with your person and spicing up your relationship in the privacy of your home i guess uh, we leave this conversation here um and uh, perhaps as closing remarks um uh, william uh, where do people go um those who might not have money um to seek legal recourse uh, can one even get any assistance uh, outside having a lawyer All right, William, are you still with us? You, hello, can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Hello. Yeah. If you're a person and you um, uh, break up and you, for example, shared explicit images and then that person said, and there are a number of things that you can actually do. So all of the, the, the big social media networks take this issue very seriously. So for Facebook, for example, they say if their images uh, that you know that are that were shared on, on, on Facebook with your with your former lover... You can send them those images and they will create a, a unique identity for them, which means that if anyone tries to share that image, it will immediately be blocked. Mm. In addition to that, if, however, that's before the, the, the event, but if you are someone and someone has shared these sorts of images without your permission, so non-consensual sharing, sure. you can report them on any of, the, or any of the major social media platforms and they will act uh, pretty swiftly to... Uh, remove those posts or to at least um, make sure that action is taken against the person sharing them. Thank you, William. Thank you very much uh, for taking our call. William Bird, Director of Media Monitoring Africa. And I just want to conclude with these uh, two uh, tweets. If one is doing something they'd rather no one sees and gets to know about it, uh, one should shut the door, pull the curtains closed, and most importantly, don't record it.
and uh, that's from Ryder Mbizana. And uh, Gwenza Nene says, I believe that uh, the one who leaked the video is aware of privacy, morals, he, she must be accountable. Every um, one is entitled to privacy. That's where we leave this conversation, but uh, that doesn't stop you from continuing the conversation uh, on social media at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live, and uh, also SMS is 40938 charged at 150. Coming up next, uh, we're going to do our Words of Wisdom. That's our Wow, and uh, Dr. Almeni Mnene joins us.